Coming to you live from Studio Day, Thomas. Hello. I'm Thomas. No, you're not. I'm that. <laughs> uh, I'm Noah. That's Thomas. Uh, I'm back at the Qualifying Questions Podcast. Hello. Um, Kicking it old school. Saturday night, baby. Kicking it old school. Thomas has a Bigfoot hat. Bigfoot. Hashtag Bigfoot Fest. Um, man, I got. I got good stories for you today, Thomas. Let's go after it. Tell me about it. You want me to start with a story? Yeah. I don't want to start with a story. Oh. So I go into Electronics Express. Today. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess this story needs a lot of prefacing. Prefacing. Okay. Yeah. Preface one, I'm going to Greece. Yeah. So. Not the musical. No. The country. Right. Bessie, quiet down. Um... And uh, so I'm going to Greece. Yeah. And uh, I was looking for, I've been looking for an adapter. Yeah. Um, so here's the dealio. Uh, yeah. Power is a little different in Europe. Fun fact. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Well, a little bit. Uh, our outlets, I guess they're pushing like 110 volts. And apparently in Europe, it's like 220 to 240 or even like 250. Somewhere in that range. People say 110 and 220, but it's just really somewhere in that range. Yeah. Point is, Point is. Uh, I've been trying to figure out a way to convert the power for all my guitar stuff. So that's been the first whole shebang. I think I got that figured out. Anyway, so I need to get an adapter so that I could like charge my phone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, if you're using appliances, then you need a converter. And that actually converts the voltage. Yeah. But apparently most like... Phones and chargers and stuff can handle the voltage. They like are like dual voltage or, or switch mode or something. Yeah. Anyway, so all I needed was an adapter. All right. That's the preface. So I went back to Target and I knew where there were some. Boom, sold out. I said, wow, look at that. The day before I'm trying to leave. All the freaking college kids getting there before you right. get. An adapter. So I said, oh, well, I better look around. So, as you know, down, like I, you just walk a couple of yards, and there's an Electronic Express Definitely from Target. Definitely a couple yards, but yeah. A couple hundred yards. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> walk down to Electronic Express. Walk in there, sales associate's like, hey, I think I can help you with. You know how they do. Yeah, how they are. And I was like, yeah, I'm looking for like an international adapter. Um, so I can plug my phone in, and you're up. Yeah. Uh, 220, 110. Well, no, because it doesn't need to convert. So I just needed the adapter so that it fit the socket. That's all I need. And this guy says, uh, I don't know if we carry those, but hold on one second. I'll be right back. And he leaves and he goes behind the desk somewhere. <clears throat> and I'm thinking, <clears throat> okay, maybe he's going to go look uh, or ask somebody or something. Anyways, comes back. A minute or two later, and he's like, we don't carry those, but I think I have a couple in my truck. And then runs out the door. And I'm like, okay, what does this mean for me right now? Um, this is a pretty, this is a pretty anticlimactic story. I, I think I should just warn you now. Okay. Anyways, comes back in, and he's got the two adapters that I need. He's like, yeah, I used to travel a lot, but I'm not really doing that anymore. And you should take these. And I was like, I'm, I'm not trying to take your your personal adapter. This has got to be against some sort of store policy. I don't know what's going on here. Anyways. And I was like, I'll pay you for them, at least. He was like, you know, you can Venmo me like 10 bucks if you want. I was like, sure. So I Venmo this, this cat like 10 bucks. For the adapter. And For two of them. Two? Oh, he gave you two? Yeah. Right, right on. And I walked out with, uh, with exactly what I needed. So... That was weird. So shout out to sales associates at uh, Electronics Express. Yeah, shout out. Yeah. First name Ben. Um, right on. He's pretty cool. Hope you listen to the podcast. We were chatting about world travel. I got a question about, yeah. about Ben. He said the reason he had these international adapters uh -huh. in his truck uh -huh. was because he traveled a lot. Yeah, or he used to. Why would they be in his truck? I don't know. He probably... Is he just driving up to Europe for the weekend? No, I don't think you no. can even do that. No, like... I guess he Canada. hasn't, like... 
probably since like the the pandemic started probably i'm guessing like he was telling me because he was in the navy and then when he when he retired or whatever okay he decided to travel and go to all the places that he didn't get to go to when he was in the navy okay and so he like traveled a lot for a couple years canada uses those plugs don't they or maybe not no not that i know of no i don't know because like he would have to be flying to go to europe yeah well one of the adapters i think both of them they like adapt a couple different kinds oh okay yeah maybe he goes down to mexico i don't think they were in his truck because he um took his truck to europe i don't think i think he's driving to europe i don't think that's i think he has an amphibious truck i don't think that's the case um, and that's just not the one of the. I, think, I didn't. I don't think. I think you're thinking about it too hard. I think about the wrong thing. I think he's perched in his truck bed like George Washington, mm. in that painting. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Sailing over to Europe in his Toyota Tacoma. That'd be cool. Whatever it was. That'd be cool. I don't know what kind of truck it was. It's truck. All I know is that this guy was awesome and he had the thing that I need. Right on Ben. Salesman yeah, of the year. He said he got it from eBay for like twenty bucks. But the here's eBay the thing: is, these adapters. They're like 20, 30 bucks a pop. Everything so, is expensive. I got two of them for 10. Everything's, well, everything's more expensive now than it was. <sighs> Thanks, even Obama. Even a few years ago. Yeah, it's Obama's fault again. Somehow. <laughs> it's been like a long time. I missed that whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, What's your second story? Yeah. Give me I, Oh, jeez. Yeah, back to back. We a lot can't of, go back to back. You're getting a lot of Noah right now. You are getting in your ear I'm not. I'm not letting Thomas talk at all. In your earballs. Well, it has to do with the same trip. Okay. <laughs> it's just so stupid. Yeah. So. Me too. Drinking Mountain Dew, by the way. Yeah. Uh, not a sponsor. And you might as well Mountain Don't if you think that you're gonna mess with this crew. Yep. Because. <laughs> Listen, uh, if you're ripsticking, we're coming for you. <laughs> Me and my crew. I'm texting my wonderful girlfriend back. The Bowser? Yep. <laughs> the Bowser. Lauren, Follow her on Lauren, social I know media. You're listening. Um, Lauren, hello. Goodbye. Uh, so <laughs> she's heard this story like 30 <laughs> times because I've told everybody that I know and yeah. this whole thing. Okay, I don't want. I want to make sure I'm not missing any parts. Okay. Because, and here's the thing, it's fun. It's not funny. There's no part of it that's funny. Yeah. But here's the thing, it is funny because yeah. life is funny. Okay. And if you just kind of look at things through the 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 lens of, of a uh, an onlooker. Sure. And not somebody who's actively having this problem. I funny. am a, an onlooker. You just gotta, you just gotta think about it. If you think about life, it's actually pretty funny. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Life's hilarious. So I'm trying, I'm trying, I gotta go through the health clinic at my school. Sure. So you get cleared to go on this trip. Yep. Same trip in question. Mm-hmm. Okay. I saved this for last minute. Yeah. Of course. Of course you did. Don't want to do that. Obvious reasons. Gotta go physical. They have to follow It's a pain you. in the butt. Yeah. They perk my finger. I hope it's not a pain in the butt. It was a pain in the butt. No. Oh. Um, so anyways. Yeah. Going to the clinic. I'm already waiting there like 20 minutes. I'm like, whatever. Oh, I just got done taking a test. Oh. Did you pass? Yep. Sweet. Mm, um, anyways. Yeah. So, I get in there, doing a few things. I put my finger, blah, blah, blah. They take my blood pressure. All's good. Blood pressure comes up. It's about 140 over 76. Sure. He says, well, that bottom number is good, but that top number is a little high. I says, yeah, it's a little high sometimes. And they're like, well, that's fine. Like, whatever. I was like, yeah, it is fine. It's like, whatever. <clears throat> Anyways. Uh, I thought we were past it. I was like, great. Okay, now let me preface by saying this. And that is that uh, my wonderful girlfriend is a, a nursing major, and she checks my blood pressure all the time. And every time she checks it, it's just a little bit higher than it should be. All right. Yeah. I'm just going to come clean. It's sure. just a little bit higher than it should be. Yeah. Coming clean. For the last couple of years, at least. You're, you're a little high strong. You know what I mean? And anyway, so 140 over 76. I says, uh, is there any history of high blood pressure in your family? I says, no. No, no. 
Definitely not. Definitely not. Probably not. Uh, I don't know. Maybe there is. Who knows? Uh, I should also preface by saying this. And uh, uh, none of this is legally binding, uh, I hope. Point is, when I go to the doctor's office, I'm not going to say I lie a lot, but here's the deal. It's good to lie at the doctor. When they give me those questionnaires and stuff, I'm like, no, I don't have... Come on. So, like, the mental health thing... Oh, I was yeah. like, no, 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 I've never experienced any of these You're things. just like, no, I, I don't have schizophrenia. Exactly. I was like, I don't have anything. Never been stressed out a day in my life. Um, so, yeah. But then, then I get to thinking about things, and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, maybe that. So, like, you know, do you have any allergies? Uh, you know, the doc was asking me, and I was like, no. Well, I am allergic to penicillin. That might be important to bring up. She was like, yeah, yeah that's, you, that's, you should let him know. that's pretty important. Yeah. Uh, and then she's like, okay, do you have any, uh, you know, history of illness in your family? Says, no, 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 no. Well, well, you know, my father had melanoma skin cancer. Important. And that's, important I don't know if that's important thing. or not. She says, yeah, that's, that's pretty important. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you know, I didn't think about that till right about now, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then she says, um, uh, see, what was, what was the other one? Uh, darn. Now I'm off track. Um, come back, come back to us. I can't, I can't do it. This is just the story. The way medical professionals do their whole job, it's just whack. Anyway, she goes, yeah, I mean, surgeries that we should know about. I says, I says, no, absolutely not. She says, did you have your wisdom teeth out? I said, yes. Actually, <laughs> didn't think about that till right now. They hit Forgot me with about that every that. time. And I was like, that's probably counts as a surgery because I had them surgically removed. Yep, that's a surgery. Says, yeah. That, that and that getting your tonsils out. They hit me with that every time. So basically, unless they confront me about it, it never happened. That's my philosophy with the doctor. Yeah. Machines don't lie. So I try to lie about my blood pressure. <sighs> all right. Uh, one hernia test later. All yeah. right. They said, listen. Is that when they fondled you? Yeah. So <clears throat> they fondled me. I coughed, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. All great and daddy. He says, you know what we should do? We should check your blood pressure again. It's a little high. We'll see if you're doing a little better. I said, all right. Whatever, fine. Well, but I'm on. thinking, what? She just fondles you, and she's like, "Now's a good time to check your blood pressure." Exactly. Being fondled doesn't make me very calm. That's what I'm saying. All right, cool. I was like, "This was like a bad idea." This was an intense. It's poor moment. planning. <sighs> Anyways, and I'm like, "Yeah, great. Let's do that. Let's take my blood pressure again, again." And Let's in my head, it. I'm going, "Well, crap," because it's just not going to be looking any better. It's just not happening. So, <laughs> this is, so I check my blood pressure again. Yep. And um, well, I can't remember any of the bottom numbers, but I can remember the top numbers because that's the one we were paying attention to. And I and I could tell you exactly what the numbers were. First time, one sixty five. One sixty five. And they says, "Oh man!" And then, then, this other nurse is in here, and she's like, "You know what we're gonna do? You know what we're gonna do? We're going to wait a couple minutes." Yep. And we're going to think calm thoughts. All right? Calm, 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 calm. She said the word calm like 50 times. Sure. She's trying like, to calm you down. That's not going to help the situation. All right? And then she's like, let's talk. Like, what are some hobbies? She's trying to ask me about my hobbies. She's trying to ask me about my family. I'm talking. I'm like, whatever. Like, I'm perfect. I'm perfectly normal. I'm not like high strung in this moment or anything. She's like, calm, 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 calm. Your arms are jelly. Your arms are jelly. And I was like, these numbers are not going to be looking any better for you, sweetheart. There's just nothing I can tell you here. Anyways, check it again. 158. And the doctor's like, you know, short term is not really that big of a deal. It kind of happens sometimes. But if your blood pressure is high long term, like your blood vessels burst, blah, blah, whatever. I'm like, my blood vessels will not burst. I promise. Anyways. I says, she says, you know what you should do? Here's what we should do. You should come in two times this next week. You should get your blood pressure checked. It's so two different days. You're done with school for a couple days. Maybe your blood pressure will be down. Check it out. I said, now listen here, doc. Here's what I want to know. I said, is this, I said, is it just like this? I says, is this a caveat to you clearing me for this trip right now? Because, you know, it was a kind of in a, it was in a week, couple days. And she goes, ah, ah, just like this. I swear. I swear 
she had her mouth open making this noise with with like the the look on her face like she was thinking for like half a minute and i was like she was like yeah yeah we should tell it we should clear you because that first number was good enough so i said listen i i'll come in i'll give you my word i'll come in i'll get checked i'll do it i'm a man of my word you just got to clear me. So she cleared me. I was good. Um, the good news is that I did go in two times, and it did get better, and I was good now. Uh, first time I went in, the numbers were, like, in the 130s. So I was like, check that out. Uh, second time, here's where it gets weird, is um, here's where we get to the moral of the story. All right. Which is that... Uh, I went in, and she checked my blood pressure, 147. She goes, oh, boy. <laughs> I says, I don't know what they're doing. Anyways, then she says, here's what we should do. This is a different nurse. It's a whole different nurse. She says, we're going to change cuffs, the cuff that goes on your arm. I said, that doesn't make a ton of sense, but okay. Anyway, switches the cuff, and it was like 130-something. And I was like... She was like, we're going to use this one. And I was like, is this just like keep your best score? I feel like... Um, also, I feel like the system is very inaccurate if it's just like jumps around like that every time by like 10. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then she reaches over to like the napkin dispenser thing and pulls out a napkin and writes the number. It was like 130 something over something and writes it on a napkin. And it's like, you're good. You passed. I was like, I didn't know this was like a test that I had to pass, number one. Number two, why are you writing it on a napkin? I feel like there's more official ways to do that. Point being, here's the moral of the story. The medical system and medical professionals don't really make a ton of sense sometimes. And I feel like they kind of just swing stuff. And also, blood pressure readings are really inaccurate, in my opinion. So. so if you're still with us, Noah's blood pressure was high, and now it isn't. Right. And I, you know what I think a large part of that was? I think a lot of, large part of that was my coffee intake. Uh, yeah, caffeine will do that. Because the doctor was like, you know, sometimes after that second cup of coffee, your blood pressure can get a little high. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. 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 But I have like three or four cups of coffee a day, so I was like, mm-hmm. So anyways, the two days that I went in, I had like one cup, cup of coffee. Yeah. And I brought it down just enough for them to get off my back about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Every time I go to the doctor and my blood pressure is a little high, they're like, it's probably just because you're at the doctor. And then they just don't say anything else about it. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what happened to me every single time. Yep. And that's really what it is. Sometimes they ask me if I'm afraid and I just say yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that way they don't question me about it. What do you mean? Like, they'll be like, They'll check my blood pressure and they'll be like, oh. After your blood pressure? It's a, it's a little high. Are, are you afraid of the doctor? I'm like, yep. What? Your blood pressure get, gets why high. Are we, with... Why are you afraid of the doctor is my I'm not, question. I'm not afraid of the doctor. Oh. But like, I don't want them to put me on blood pressure medicine, so I just tell them yes. <laughs> Bro, I was just like, <laughs> I just like fake it all. I was like, I have no medical history and no problems. And they're oh. like, you do, and Crap. these numbers are just the way they are, and I, I forgot that my mom listens to this podcast. Mom, I don't have high blood pressure. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a thing. Uh, no, you don't. The blood pressure cuff things are super inaccurate. And I honestly, honest to, between you, Thomas, God, and everybody that listens to this podcast, I think they're a scam. Oh. I think yeah. they're, I think, yeah, I think they they read really differently and then... They get you psyched out, and then it starts reading high, and then they can do that consistently, and be like, oh, yeah, and then they can sell you medication. I think the way they should test it is they should put a needle in you with none of of those tubes and just, like, measure how far it shoots. Is that? And they can be like, you have a lot of pressure. Is that how that works? Blood pressure, that's the pressure of your blood, yeah. I thought that was just the term they used to describe it. Uh, I don't think so. I'm not a medical professional. Me either. But I know that for sure, 
Like, that's why if you're, like, if you get an artery severed or whatever, it, like, really shoots out of there. Cause oh, really? Yeah. Because, I mean, our bodies are pressurized. There's no I bet mine would fly so far. We should have a contest see how far we can shoot our blood. Uh, I don't know if that's a good idea. Patreon. Patreon. Head, head to the Patreon that we don't have. Don't do that. And you might see that never. We don't, no, we don't advise that. If you are a medical professional and you're listening, oh, yeah. do enlighten me about your, your <laughs> freaking scam you got going on over there. Disclaimer, don't try any of the things we talk about. We no. probably should have been doing that this whole time. Probably. Like, with that disclaimer. This whole time? Uh, well, all of it, yeah. Um... Man, how long was I going on about that? It was a while. It's I've it's really uh, it's an important story to me. Is it? Yeah, and it's tell. important that my friends know and that my mm-hmm. the listeners of this great podcast know know that you're not dying. That I had soon. that experience. Yeah, no, and I'm good. No, it's not I'm dying. Great. Anytime soon. I'm in perfect health. Uh, Healthy as a horse. Can we say perfect? Yep. Why does your face look like that? Face look like what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I saw a couple of four celebrities today. Um, four celebrities. I don't know if you guys. If you tell me that it's. The, I don't it's know the, if it's midget kiss. I, I, I don't swear. know if you guys know this band. But, oh my uh, goodness! I kiss. Oh my. Little band called Kiss. Uh, oh my. I didn't word. see them, but I did see miniature versions of them. Oh my. Word. In the form Thomas, of four so little people, <laughs> dressed up in full makeup and costume. Dude, I wish I would have seen. As them. Kiss. That's so. They were not very good. That's uh, so. Uh, Stupid. But the sight of it, and the <laughs> fact that they were playing at the Bigfoot Festival, makes <laughs> even less sense. But we saw it; it was a good time. I'm back home now, reflecting on the experience. No, you got to tell them what you told me about how they showed up. Late. They showed up 30 minutes late, like a bunch of little divas. <laughs> they were on like their their little John Deere he tractor says, uh, or whatever that brought them in. He's. <laughs> So stupid. He says, uh, "Little divas." <laughs> they showed up late. They get there. They're oh, playing. They're word. playing to a freaking backing track. They're not even. Yeah, really. Like Can the, we talk about that. Like the bass line is going. The dude doesn't even have the bass guitar on his shoulders yet. I'm like, this is a disaster. I would much rather like bring Slash Squatch back on and let him Slash play. Slash Squatch. Shout out play to Slash Squatch. Sweet Child of Mine again because that was pretty cool. Uh, he missed a few notes. And by a few, I mean most of them, but hey. Well, know, I mean, he's wearing time. a Bigfoot costume. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, I don't think he was wearing gloves, but still, still. I'll give him a little bit of leeway. Uh, yeah, Bigfoot Fest uh, in wherever Tennessee. I think it's Townsend, I think was the town. Is I, I got a whole bunch of Bigfoot and Mothman gear, so. Yeah, and you have a shirt that says something about how Bigfoot and Mothman brothers from different mothers from another mothers wow not only that's canon they're in the cryptid community the cryptid community cryptid community we should go down the cryptid rabbit hole tonight because Hmm. have you heard of this thing from colorado called like the the slide whale mudslide whale thing no i'm I'm pretty sure they got wendigos out there don't they yeah i'm supposed to say that yeah but you're only not you're only not supposed to say it when you're like in an area that they are well, what if that's here, bro? I don't think so. There's not enough trees. Um, uh, <clears throat> I'm not sure where. I mean, it, there's a couple spots I think are like. It has to do. It's like Native American lore, so yeah. like, it depends on if there was, like, history of Native American tribe in that area, or if. I wonder where those come from. You think those are made up stories? N- Made up? Yeah. Well, that's a whole... That's a big can of worms. Here's the deal. If Mothman is real... The worms are just crawling everywhere right now. Actually, let me preface this. If Mothman was real... Mothman. Here's my personal beliefs about Mothman. (laughs) I don't know that I believe in Mothman. I'm unsure. I'm still undecided. Mm. But if I do believe in Mothman, I believe that he was a one-off mutation... Because he originated from an area in West Virginia, Point Pleasant, called the TNT area, where they stored a whole bunch of radioactive war materials for World War II. Yeah. So I think he was a one-off mutation. Mm-hmm. I think he is now dead. Yeah, I mean, what was when was like the highest point of activity? What year? I think 66. It's in the 60s, 66 yeah? or 67. I mean, he's probably not... 
Yeah, I mean, if he was full grown, he's probably not kicking around anymore. I think he's dead. Probably had an average lifespan. If if he was real, I think he was mutated and he's dead. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I believe in Bigfoot or not. I definitely think the Loch Ness monster could be a thing. Because we don't know so Man, much. We are flying. You are flying through them. Dude, Holy smokes! The, I don't even know what to think. The ocean, though. The ocean. I know Loch Ness monster doesn't live in the ocean. I don't think he lives in the no, ocean. No, no, it's Lake Loch. <laughs> Yeah. Ness. Whatever. Something like that? Something like that. Yeah. I know that, like, we don't know what, what is, I don't know the percentage, but there's a lot of the ocean that we still have. Yeah, haven't. it's like 70-something. There's yeah. a lot that we don't even know about, so I don't think it's that unrealistic to think that there's some weird thing that we don't really know all that much about. Yeah, I mean, there's depths where it's like, they'll send, like, drones and stuff, and they'll be like, oh, that's a species we haven't documented yet. Document it. Yeah. So, like, who knows? Like, there's a lot of unexplored territory. Like, I get that. I get, you know, like, um, there could be, there's endless possibilities. So, I think, (sighs) talking about endless possibilities, I think if Bigfoot's real, Mm -hmm. I think we would have discovered it by now. Because he's, like, hanging out in the forest. He's not in some kind of undiscovered... Well, like place. Well, and the, I mean, there's there's a lot of speculation. Like, is Bigfoot an interdimensional being? You know, where like we'll experience him, we'll have a sighting, and then poof, he's gone. Yeah. Um, but I've also heard the counter argument to to Bigfoot. That is, they say, how come, how come we never see any bones? Yeah. And if they're living, they got to be dying. It's like well. Okay, sure, but you got to think about number one, Bigfoot's very rare. Number two, how often do you find just animal carcasses of animal bones in the out there? But not do we, super often. Usually, they get dragged away. Do we not have bones though that they think are from like cavemen that are like kind of like human bones, Maybe but so. not quite? I think so. I'm not sure. I mean, who's to say that's? Not I'd have to do research and try. Right, we're not doing that. Not gonna do that. I don't know, man. Uh, there's also, there's this really interesting, I don't know that it would be cryptid. I guess it's a cryptid, technically. Um, in West Virginia, again, it's called the Flatwoods Monster. Oof. But, it, like, I read the story, and it's like a UFO that looks kind of like a, a big candle. Like, he's got this, like, it looks like an Ace of Spades, like, hood or whatever. Yeah. And it's, it's just, super weird, dude. Made up. It's, yeah, it's, a- it's for sure made up. I think it originated from a bunch of kids, but... Yeah. Supposedly you can see it. But yeah, Bigfoot, I think we would have seen him by now. Especially since most of his sightings are in like... you think so? Like, you have sightings in California, like he's supposed to be out in California. He's like supposed to be all along the Appalachian mountains. Yeah, well it's like there's this creature. Or Appalachian Trail, or whatever. Appalachian. If Bigfoot is real, there's multiple Bigfoots. Oh yeah, 100%. and there has been for I mean, centuries, long, long I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they're very intelligent. They've got to be because there's no way they could be hidden this long like this from us, like you're saying, and not be intelligent. I'm glad you're saying that because thought just popped in my head, mm-hmm. right? The forest. Is probably real hard to know everything about. Follow me here. I'm following you. You have got Prior. me hooked. No, you've got me. I'm I'm biting right now. Yeah, and you just got to set the hook. I'm just okay. It would be really hard to to know everything that's out there in the woods without any kind of technology. We've only had the technology to really like snap pictures and, and to really see a lot of the woods at once or whatever, like comb the woods. Mm-hmm. That technology has only really been existent for like the past, what, 50 years? Not even. All right. I don't know when the first... You set the hook, now you're reeling me in. Like, if they are real, mm-hmm. it would make sense that we wouldn't really know about them except for stories, which is how it originated. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't really have any proof of them until we were able to snap pictures or use drones or whatever. And now all of a sudden, there's all sorts of like drones and stuff like that. Like, oh, Bigfoot. But maybe it's just we had, maybe they are just really smart. 
and humanity's finally progressed to a point well, where we can catch them. Imagine, and it's difficult for us to imagine because our senses aren't like this, but imagine your senses are so heightened that from 20 miles out, you can tell what's going on. You can smell, you can hear, maybe you can even see somehow, right? A drone or a human alike. We definitely have then to... it'd be pretty easy to stay far away from that, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah, we would definitely have to say that they have heightened senses of some fashion. And, you know, the whole interdimensional being, it's a little bit more far-fetched thing where they're, like, passing through and then they leave, you know, this dimension, and then there they there they go. I'm not I down mean, on that. Yeah, I'm not I, down. I'm not down for the... Uh, it's less fun. I'm not down for the interdimensional thing. I just don't think that that's a thing. Hey, it's a thing. Could be a thing. People say it. Looking at lists of cryptids. The Jersey here. Devil, that's one I've heard of. Yeah, the Jersey Devil, um, I don't really... Chupacabra, I've seen the Chupacabra. I don't know what the Jersey Devil is supposed to be. I think they actually have an animal that is like named the Jersey Devil. No, the Jersey Devil is like a... People think they've seen it. It's like a dog, dragon type looking thing. Uh, and yeah, Chupacabra... Um, the Chupacabra story. Chupacabra has a lot of varying, pretty interesting, varying like versions that the people have seen. I haven't but, heard of a lot of these, but yeah, we hit the big ones for sure. Yeah, I don't um, know the difference between a yeti and a bigfoot besides the fact that yetis. I think just yetis are in, in the snow. Yeah, I mean that's literally the only difference that I know of. But the fact that so what's the difference between a bear and a polar bear? One's in the snow. <laughs> so it says here that Yetis are uh, originated in the Himalayas, so mm, Asia. Yeah. And Bigfoot is like, I mean, United States and Canada is where that originated. So how? That's so. That's what we've talked about this a lot of time, a, a lot of time, a lot of times, several times. We talk many times about this. We talk <laughs> much things. Uh, like, these stories did not come from, from nothing. And you have, like, two different, like, continents on the other side of the world from each other. And they both have their own big hairy man legends. Mm. Like, come on, man. There's gotta be something out there. The Himalayas are probably really hard to explore, too. Can't be making it up. Can't, well, I mean, they could be, I guess. But, like, what are they doing? Sending carrier pigeons across the Atlantic and just being like, hey. Or, I guess, the Pacific. I mean, like, hey, what's up? Uh, we got big hairy people over here. What about you? And then we're like, yeah, that's a good idea. We'll just say we have those two. Doubt it. See? And that's the thing. Is that in order to say, okay, <clears throat> there's no such thing as any of these cryptid creatures. It's all rational. No such thing as any sort of flying saucer sightings or a UFO, right? I mean, if you sight something that's unidentified flying object, then it's an unidentified flying object so that's why i don't like to use the term like whether it's a ufo or not because you can confirm a ufo because a ufo was an unconfirmed anyways yep or ghosts you say okay there's always a rational you're telling me you you know how many people you're calling liars so many you're gonna stand in front of me and say there's no zero not a zilch None. Not a not a lick of accuracy. Not a lick of truthfulness in any of these people's testimonials. That's a tough pill for me to swallow. I'm gonna say right now. I bet you that forty percent of Americans believe in ghosts. I bet you fifty percent of them believe in some sort. For sure, of sure, some sort of poll's been taken about that. It's got to be. I'm not, I'm not gonna look it up. But so, have you seen this Bigfoot? This, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's got a what's the name film, of the, the, the what's Patterson Griffin Patterson, or Patterson Gimlin film? Patterson Gimlin film. Yes, so many a time. It is it is confirmed fake. Oh, that was confirmed. Yeah, it was so, a dude in a costume. Yeah, and, yeah. and like the the guy has done several interviews since then. They kept it real tight lipped for a long time <sighs> because they wanted it to be like. I mean, it was like I guess the seventies version of of viral. <laughs> but, right like they kept they kept a, a, a lid on it for a long time and uh, finally came out with it and said it was fake and like gave, gave a whole interview about it but something interesting kind of close to that 
I listen to a podcast, Astonishing Legends. Check them out. Shout out. Uh, Shout out. There was this one guy on there that they had that he made a video, like a home video of a, an alien autopsy. And his whole intention was to make that like huh. as realistic as possible. And supposedly, you can go watch it. But apparently, it also got a lot of traction as like proof of, of Area 51. Because like he went to great lengths to make it realistic, like how the government would handle an alien corpse if we had one. And like he had people dressing all up in hazmat suits and hmm. he, like it was crazy. It, like it was like a two hour podcast that I listened to. And like it, he kept his, he kept the story pretty tight for a long time and people thought it was a real alien until he came out and said it was fake. Yeah, I think I've heard about that. Yeah. Indigenous records of Bigfoot. These people yeah, are just people like hieroglyphics. They're just crouching in, in caves with crayons, just drawing these things, man. I mean, I guess they probably didn't have crayons, but primitive crayons, markers. <laughs> <laughs> the indigenous people are crouching in caves with with sharpies, I, just uh, drawing I mean, sasquatches. I mean, you're you make a good point, and that is, man, people over here and. The West are like, yo, we're seeing these big hairy men. People in Asia. People in... What I don't understand in, is they have like... The TV, Himalayas? People in... People in... People in... They have China? TV people shows in Europe? where people are like looking for these things. Yeah. And every single week they're just like, yep, didn't find anything. Yeah. Come back next week. <laughs> Yeah, those are just terrible, those shows, because they'll be like, oh, something happened, and nothing happened. Oh, we found a footprint. Uh, uh, just Did Jim. you hear that roar? It was Because that was footprint. not real. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, that's Devin. He got hungry. His The mic was close to his stomach. Devin uh, is kind of a turd, bro. Formal studies. One study was condi- conducted, conducted, conducted by John Napier. Why does that name sound familiar? And published in his book Bigfoot, The Yeti and Sasquatch in Myth and Reality in 1973. All I'm saying is that stuff will get your blood pressure going. Yeah. Get it, get it up real high. <laughs> real good and high. <sighs> My muscles doing a weird twitch thing. Look at this. Oh, I do see that. You see that? Yeah. Maybe that means you have like... I don't know. Low potassium? Age no, that's cramps. Definitely not AIDS. No? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure it's not AIDS. Are you going to fart? Uh, I'm thinking about it. Okay. Yeah. Gonna rock a little fart? I saw that new Doctor Strange movie the other day. Did you? Did you see that yet? No. Told you, man. No spoilers. Spoiler free. Spoiler free review. Good? Good. Good. Just good. I heard Morbius bad. I haven't seen that one. Okay, I can confirm either. nor deny. We'll go back to Bigfoot. All I'm saying is the MCU is doing... I, I like that they are keeping their films and TV shows independent of each other. So you're not going to get a resolution to another series or another movie or another TV show within a different movie. It's just not going to happen that way. They're going to keep their own storylines going on now. Now that they've had this convergence... So and a lot what, of people I think have a problem have a problem with that. What are we working towards now? Uh, like what are we what are we going towards? I don't know yet. With the Marvel thing, because like Infinity War, right? That, uh-huh. was, that was the big finish. That was. But the big think finale. about it. In two thousand, in the Avengers from two thousand and twelve. Yeah. <laughs> did we know that? Did we have a Did we have a clear view? I'm pretty no. sure they did. No, they teased Thanos and that. Okay, so maybe he's trying to collect these Infinity Stones. I mean, if you were a fan, you would know that. Yeah, like if you were in the comic books, you'd know. But here's the thing, not not really. And he was really behind the scenes. It was like, oh, he's been behind the scenes all this time, but you couldn't really see all that. And I, so, who knows? I think it's going to be something with the multiverse. And it's you know who up. probably does know? Who knows? Canyon. Probably. Dude, my guy. Shout Canyon. out. Shout out Canyon. Dude's heavy into Marvel. He should he should know a couple of things. Dude's a beast. There was a guy I went to college with. His name was Chris. Shout out Chris. He probably doesn't listen to this. Mm. Um, Chris doesn't listen to this? He was like, 
him and and Dylan both. Dylan was more DC. Shout out to Dylan. Shout out, shout out Dylan. Wow, you were uh, just throwing, throwing out names, man. Uh, <laughs> Dylan was like way into Batman. Like he knew all of the DC stuff. Like had it memorized. Like it was crazy. Mm. Uh, Chris was big into Marvel. Oh, Chris. So I just said his oh, name yeah, already. <laughs> uh, he knew all of the storylines and like alternate storylines and like all the comic books and stuff so i think they should introduce bigfoot into the uh, mcs be great it's about time yeah with super hearing and super smelling they get some mainstream success but here's the catch mm. with super smelling he's also super smelly yeah 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 you smell something that's weird? profound bigfoot's probably near myself. yeah i mean you are what you eat yeah big feet that rhymed. <laughs> yeah. We're basically And that's poets. honestly, that's honestly as good as it gets here on the Qualifying Questions podcast. <laughs> you get a rhyme every now and then. You get a rhyme on a dime if you want to... Eat a lime. That's right. <laughs> on your tacos? It, sure. Oh, I like squeezing a lime. Oh, shout out to... What was that? Uh, uh, I probably better not say uh, that if it's too close to the house. <laughs> no, now you said that, so now it's over with. We uh, went to a great... Uh, restaurant the other day. Best tacos in the area. Yeah, they were pretty good. No, no cap, as no, they say. No, not a cap in sight. There is not a cap. There ain't a there ain't a lick of cap up in this crib it's right now. It's as bald as can be. What? <laughs> no cap. It's bald. I don't know. I'm um, not cool. Man, I'm telling you, I'm operating on vibes exclusively, and if just anybody out there is just not on a vibe right now, then I'm just not having it, because I'm feeling pretty yeah, pretty good. That Mountain Dew got you just riding a wave, huh? I fly to Greece tomorrow? Yeah. Uh, With, so. Without even, like, worrying about it, just no, ready to go. I refuse to worry. Refuse. I refuse to stress out to get my blood pressure high because I'm trying to keep it. <laughs> so you, I don't have to go on medication. You know that when you go to Europe, a bald eagle will follow your plane until you are no longer within the confines of the United States of America. That's tough. Yeah. It's just sad well, to see you, know, you go. The eagle that flies alone has the strongest, <laughs> has the strongest wings. wings. Don't know if you knew that or not. but He watches your plane leave the confines of the United yeah. States of America and he sheds tears. Yeah. Those tears are and diamonds. He says you're alone out there now. And those diamonds fall to the earth and are put and in And that's where America's wealth comes from. That's where our wealth comes from. That's the American economy. That's why our dollar is worth less than the euro right now. Yeah. They must have a different bird that cries a different thing that's it's probably more not valuable. a bird. It's probably a different mascot. That... It's probably a ferret. Europe seems like a place that would love cat snakes. No. I don't know because Europe is a continent. Yeah, so. Did I say country? Well, no, I but place, I think you're right? thinking that continents have their own animals. And I don't think that's true. They might as well, man. They're all the same people. <sighs> yeah, yeah, okay. I mean... If you're in Europe and you're listening to me, you're probably... You're pretty cool. Probably. You're, you're probably like, oh, this guy's an idiot. That's a valid assessment. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to know what animal... I wonder what people in the UK think of us. Uh, they probably make fun of our accents. Well, at least our skills! <laughs> oh, man. Um, really just going to offend a whole group of people that way, huh? All right, I'm, cool. Okay, hey, listen, right on, you know. If you're do you do you, UK, buddy? You're doing your thing. When you get out, I love of the... you. Just don't hate on me, okay? If you're living in the I UK, could... it's it's a little playful banter. I can you're... make fun of you a little bit. When you're done with your fish and chips and get out from the rain, what? <laughs> you, you I bought a man purse. I bought a man purse. Yes, you did. So I could fit in with the style in, in Europe. In Europe, because Europe, European man bag, baby. They love purses. It's a whole satchel. It's a purse. It's a purse. It's a man purse. Man mm. purse. Yeah. Yeah, I got that. I'm a vibe with it. Are you prepared um, for Grecian women? I don't know. <laughs> I, no, they, I guess not. They may know, be super hot. We don't know. Are they the same? Maybe. I mean, they probably function very similar to American women, just like from an, a, an anatomical oh, standpoint. Oh, yeah, I got um, But, like, they probably speak differently. I don't even know what a, Listen, a I, Grecian all I know accent is American would be. women are pretty crazy. Yeah. So, I don't know what we're going to... They got, a lot of, they got a lot of philosophy in Greek, so maybe the Grecian women are smarter. 
Greek virtue ethics. Doubt it. Why not? Well, how, uh, what, Plato, is the, what is Aristotle? It, what is a Greek Morons, accent? Morons, all of them. Y'all ever seen The Princess Bride? That was a quote. Sorry, what? Uh, what what accent do they have in Greece? Um, th- there is an accent. Is there? You an know, accent? there is. There is. I don't think I've and, ever heard a Greek accent. I don't know. I don't really know how to explain it. I guess it's. Just... Do you think it's like? Is it a, and is it an attractive, an attractive accent? And by attractive, I, I mean like, is it a pleasant accent? Yeah. Like yeah. you know how some now, accents just aren't pleasant. Is uh, what makes a language a romance language? Again, I don't know, but they. I say, remember this being explained to me and me being like, "Oh, I thought it was just because they were romantic, like in France, but it was like a different." They say that French is a romantic language. I don't think so. It's Man, not. It's, it's, it's not, not like something with those hard consonants, like German. It's not like it's not like yeah, that. Yeah, but French doesn't sound nice. I don't think so. Really? I don't think so. Man. Really? What about yeah. Italian? Italian, I like. I like Italian. I like German, depending on the word. Well, better move on before you offend a whole nation. <laughs> listen, um, there's only a handful of accents that I just hate to hear. I listen. I'm but I'm trying to hear them all. I'm not going trying to visit it. all these places. Let's go. It. Let's do it. We can take this podcast. International. Here's a weird thing about Indian accents, okay? Sure. When they're speaking Punjabi mm-hmm. or Hindi or whatever mm-hmm. they're speaking. Sure. Doesn't bother me a bit. I think it's kind of a cool language. But a really heavy Indian accent mm-hmm. in English? It's tough. Is that tough to understand? I'm just, dude, I'm just like, man, like I really wish that I spoke your language. Because, so that we um, could just communicate. Yeah, it's like kind of really letter. hard to understand. Yeah. yeah, you know. But then our American accent—that must be. That's got to be tough. We dude. must. That's got to be. We tough. must butcher. Just make everything sound like we we butcher our own language enough. So I watched a uh, not what yeah I watched I watched a video and also read an article. They were not related, but they both happened like similar like same time frame. And the article is talking about how English to non-English speakers, like there's just a bunch of R, like hard R sounds because we're really heavy on our, like, on R's. Oh. So basically we sound like a bunch of pirates to, to people yeah. who don't speak English. But there's a YouTube video out there and you should go look it up because it's actually really interesting. But I don't remember who did it, but it's a, it's a whole YouTube video about how English sounds to non-English speakers. Oh, yeah. I think I've seen some of those. Yeah, actually. yeah. And they, like, they just... They're talking, but it's all gibberish. So, like, you, yeah, you feel you can, like... you like, recognize the words, some of the words. Kind of. But, like, you feel like there should be words there. But there's not any words there. It's there's really, no sentences there. It's really weird, yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of languages. Like, Japanese, for example. I know a tiny bit of Japanese. But uh, they don't have like a pronunciation for R. It's usually replaced with like an L or like another kind of sound. Yeah. They don't even have like a an R pronunciation. Did you know "yeehaw" can't be translated into any other language? You know that's probably a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably a good thing. Oh man, that's probably how the good Lord intended it to it's be. Probably how funny it should though. be. God was like, they made up this word, and I'm not here for it. So pretty sure if you have a mullet, nobody else. Dude, right on for mullets. They're Shout coming. They're really coming back with a vengeance, dude. They like, really are. And honestly, some of these cats they look pretty are good. Kind of pulling them off. They look pretty good. Hey, shout out to my cousin Morgan Jamie. Wallen. Oh yeah, my cousin Jamie down in Florida, riding around in his in his truck with with his uh. His wraparound shades. Oh, I've on. seen so many of them. Maybe they're just more popular here in the so south. Cool. Oh yeah. But I mean, it's definitely a southern thing. I'll just go ahead and tell you that right yeah. off jump. Yeah, I think <laughs> it, it always kind of has been. Yeah. Also, a baseball thing. I was getting ready to say, yeah. so I went to a lookouts game the yeah. other day, and dude, baseball one of, players, one of the guys, they're, they're he had right he had a mullet, and he was like, he was hot stuff. Like he yeah. thought he was the coolest thing in town, and I was mm-hmm. like, you have a mullet, so I feel like. In about 10 years, you're going to be feeling pretty stupid, but it's okay. It's fine. Listen, hey, things go, things come into style. They come things back. go out of style. The, the weird thing is, is that we've been in this like renaissance of the 70s lately. 
Mm. Bullets are very like 80s, early 90s. Yeah. So we're, we're making our way back into the 90s here. Yeah. And then we'll get back into the early 2000s. I'm waiting for the early 2000s trends to come back because I hate high-waisted jeans. Dude, I am all over the early 2000s style. Down for it. The Canadian post-grunge scene. Oh, yeah. You know, I have this D-ring belt everybody makes fun of me for because it's like so early <laughs> 2000s. They should. I I like it. Holds my pants up. It's a D-ring like, belt. You look like you're going straight to a stained concert. <laughs> I wish I was. I wish I was. Gladly. It's been a while. <laughs> and notice how I didn't sing that, so take Dude. that. Copyright people. Yeah, jerks. Freaking No, artists. actually, they're no, going on copyright. Yeah, it's actually kind of cool. It helps protect yeah, the artists cool. so everybody gets paid yeah, so that their work sure, is appreciated. Make sure they appreciate the art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Art, fart, whatever. Fart, art, you know. Yeah, it's interesting. I feel like history will look upon us and say, oh, we were looking to the past here in the year 2022. We came back to the mullet, which was a renaissance of style of the 1980s. 80s, yeah. Yeah. Dude, I don't know. I would rock a mullet if I could. I think people... I can't, though. We should look. We should look to the past... In, in times like these, in hard times, we should look to an economy that was not the way it is right now in this moment. Well, even then, look, like fashion, like nobody, nobody practices fashion, right? Because if you look at the fashion shows, like the runways or whatever, they wear just like outlandish. It's extreme, though. It's, it's ridiculous. It's creativity. It's, it's not things people actually wear. Right. It's like so ridiculous. So nobody really does the fashion thing. People, but, I mean, have you ever seen What Not to Wear on TLC? I mean, yeah, but still. <laughs> <laughs> like the thing, it's not like style, though. So, I mean, there's only so many things you can do with clothes, right? Sure. Unless we just Like all, re- within reason. Right. I get what you're saying. I yeah. mean, we, we could all be in like silver jumpsuits like everybody thinks we should be at this time in the past in the future time travel anyway, oh yeah um yeah, yeah, yeah. anyways yeah so there's only like so many things you can do so really at some point you're gonna have to start pulling stuff from like past decades because everything like you can't do anything else you're just like oh this is cool and then you're just kind of like at a stale point so you're just like okay but what if like like i, I like this really cool 2022 outfit i have but like it would look really cool with a 1985 mullet. So right. let, me, let me just pull that back right. out. Now it's interesting it because this has happened in art before. Yeah. So not only art, more specifically music, which is the thing that I actually know anything about, sure. even just a little tiny bit. But that is that when things like, like uh, Schoenberg, when he started composing this really dissonant, this really bad sounding these really bad sounding pieces, right? With like, what what, what he termed as 12-tone serialism. Basically, it's all really chromatic and it just uses all the notes on the piano instead of the ones that are within a key. So like, the tonality is gone so that nobody was familiar with what was going on. It wasn't a sound that anybody was used to. So he used traditional form, something that, Bach would use a little bit of familiarity to, yeah to, to yeah. this new thing that nobody would be able to latch on to to recognize so you know that can apply to anything right well i mean we saw that progression with rock music right so like you had you had the blues yeah, and blues. then some dude listened to the blues and he was like i like the blues but like what if what if we like Make it a little, well, tune it down a little bit. Like, really start playing around with it. And then... Oh, and then the British Invasion. Yeah, you, oh, get, the, no. you get the British Invasion. Oh, then rock and roll, right? Well, sure. uh, before the British Invasion, you got like, yeah, you get like Elvis, and you get like the Beatles and stuff, and they're just yeah. like, they're like, oh, now this is rock music. And then you get like these, you get your Metallicas and all that. They're just like, like take that rock music, and they're like, what if we tune it down lower, yell a little bit, and like be angry <laughs> you and now get, we like, have Lorna Shore <laughs> now we have Lorna Shore that's where we end up <laughs> where oh, it man. just gets where it's now <laughs> it's gotten to the point where it's so extreme yeah we go how does anybody enjoy this exactly right because but it's, it's we know how we gibberish. know how we got there but you listen to the Schoenberg and you're like he's playing all these random notes how on earth did they get there and think this sounds good yeah 
People are going to think the same thing. Now we're here. Now we're here. Blow I mean, we're, we're at a point where bands are literally just grunting into the microphone. At the top of their lungs, <laughs> because just we're curling, just, and just blast beats, yeah. and just... It's hard be, to set yourself apart. Just B-standard tuning, drop B. It's hard, to, it's hard to do it, man. It's this extremism. Because, like, you go, you go to Apple Music... Like, Apple Music has something like 80 million songs. That's, yeah. that's stupid, man. Like, there's so many artists out there, and, like... 80% of them sound like each other. It's, just, it's like really hard to get out there. All I'm saying is listen to an opera by Schoenberg and listen to a single by Cannibal Corpse. Oh, and tell me that we didn't just end up in the same place. Don't, don't suggest Cannibal, Cannibal Corpse, Corpse to baby. all the listeners. Dear God in heaven. All right. Um, Cannibal Corpse be going in, y'all. It's probably... Uh, All right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thomas Rex yeah. and Noah's Blacklist. Okay. Let's go. Let's uh, go. I recommend... Uh, I recommended a band last time. Uh, mm. I kind of... You can't recommend two bands in a row. It's got to be some sort of I regulation. Recommend, I recommend that everybody <laughs> sit down yeah. sometime this week and... Just write something, journal entry, letter to somebody, try your hand at poetry. I don't care. But use just a regular number two pencil, just like you did back in school. Just give it a try. Then you have to sharpen it and everything. Yeah. Give it a try. Take some time to sharpen it. You're asking a lot. Take some time to think about what you're about to write. Mm. Get away from your stupid phone for five minutes. Give it a shot. That's my recommendation. Wow. Yeah. There must be something oddly stoic. Yeah. Sharpening your number two pencil. Writing something. And, and engaging with it Boom. in a purely human way, huh? I'm going to say this is going to be kind of boring. You know I'm a poet. Mm-hmm. I write poetry a lot. When I write poetry with my really fancy pens, mm. I'm distracted by the fancy pen. Sure. I've noticed recently... I've tried, I went back to just using a pencil just because I wanted to see how it felt. I have written much better poetry and have been much more creative using a number two pencil than I ever have with any of my fancy pens. It's weird how it worked out, Makes but that's way where for we're the at. creativity, yeah. Yeah, it's not distracting. Yeah. I get that. I get that. You know, I meant to bring you some mechanical pencils, but I forgot. When you bring me home, remind me. It's okay. Thomas. So I had to pick me up now because I'm without a car. Yeah, you bum. Because I don't know if you remember, but somebody hit me. Somebody. You whacked me pretty good. Somebody pooched your car. Uh, he pooched me real good. Uh, so is that your blacklist? No. Get the guy that no, hit your car. that would be two weeks ago. <laughs> Actually, I think literally last week I blacklisted mechanical pencils and their gauges and stuff. You did. That's exactly oh my what word. you That's did. That's funny. Yeah. And now you're recommending. I'm recommending it. the pencil. <laughs> That's oddly ironic. Yeah, You've just is. undone what I did. Well, I hope next week you don't recommend blood pressure tests because that's what I'm blacklisting. <laughs> okay, Those are the stupidest thing I've ever heard yeah. of. Explain to me why you can do it once and then get a certain number and then do it literally 10 seconds later and get a radically different number and then try to base any sort of intelligent decisions off of that test. That's 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 so asinine. Boom. Couldn't have said it better myself. There we go. That is literally the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. I don't know who came up with it, but they should really think a little bit harder about the way that they do that. And maybe they could do it like 10 times and then average them out or, or get or some semblance of accuracy. Maybe five times. Ten times would take a long time. I don't know, because if you're going to encourage someone to make life-changing choices, then your test should at least be a little bit accurate. That's all I'm saying. That's why it's blacklisted. Okay. And with that, as always, we appreciate you hanging out with us. Y'all take care. If you're falling asleep to this right now, Uh, fall asleep. If you're driving in the car to this right now... Nighty-night. Then if you're... No, not nighty-night if you're driving... (laughs) (laughs) 
I need you. Oh, wakey wake. I need you to stay awake after yeah. this podcast. Uh, continue maybe turn, to drive. Turn on Joe Rogan right after this. Right after Listen this. to some Joe. Yeah. Or turn on some Cannibal Corpse. If you turn on some Joe Rogan right after us, you might gain back the brain cell that you lost. Probably it's possible. Listening to us. It's uh, possible listening to Joe Rogan talk about his psychedelics. <laughs> All right, I'm going to leave you with some parting wisdom. Uh, don't drop your watch in the toilet. You'll have a crappy time. Have a good night. <laughs> and that's the way it is. Good night, everybody. Bye.